0: Alright, hello listeners and welcome back to Get Inspired and Innovate and we got a fantastic show for you today. We're going to talk about the organized coach. So Stephanie, I know you and I, we go out and we do a lot of coaching, a lot of trainings in our districts. Your top A personality, this is going to be all about you tonight and our and our guests tonight because we know that I'm not organized. So talk to me about being organized and how it helps you in your coaching grow.
1: I am so excited about tonight's topic. I can't even explain how excited I am. Um, so, being organized is super important in my role. Um, I work with over 90 teachers, three different buildings, and you've got to know where your sysw at at the right time and who you're helping. And you also got to keep um, on tab like what teacher needs what and where they're at and all of that information. You also have to kind of keep a a tab on like their personal life because you need to build that relationship um, So like a lot of times my Google Calendar is crazy and that is how I survive um, My day-to-day life <laughs> um, If I did not have Google Calendar, I don't know what I would do But my Google Calendar is organized by different colors to tell me which building I need to be in So like green is I need to go to Harmon Pink is I need to go to my daily building and then toll gates blue. So I know exactly where I need to go based on those colors. It also helps me with scheduling drive time. Um, So I make sure that I have like 15 minutes to get to the next building because, you know, on your way out, you're going to get stopped by somebody asking you a question. Um, So that is kind of my life. Um, Also where I talked about like personal, I put that into my calendar because I think it's super important like to just text a teacher and just say, hey, I know you had surgery today how are you feeling? Um, that really has helped me build that relationship and that trust with that teacher. Lance, I know you're unorganized, so how do you make it through the day?
0: Well, my Google Calendar does help me make it through the day because that is the one place that I'm organized. But, uh, you know, I think you and, and Team America the other night were making fun of me a little bit because of the, the amount of Google trainings that I have done uh, over the years. So I, I think somebody said it was over 300 Google trainings that that was on my little tag thing. Uh, so anyways, uh, you, you know, as I go into trainings and I start doing that, I, I'm kind of a little scattered and a little bit of everywhere. Uh, so I think that if I could take a little bit of y'all's type A and bring it in, it possibly could, could help me into my trainings to be more effective. Uh, now, as you said, how many teachers do you say you work with and how many buildings?
1: I work with about 90 teachers in three buildings, and I know you have a lot more, probably.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm at uh, 19 buildings and uh, about 1,000 teachers. Uh, so maybe that's why I fly by the seat of my pants so much, because, you know, I'm the only instructional technology specialist in my district, and, and to be organized takes time. So hopefully you and our guests tonight can help me figure out how to do this. All right, so that brings us to our guest tonight. We have Ms. Susanna Summers with us. Uh, She is a level one and level two educator, and she is also a Google innovator uh, from LAX 18. She's built this awesome organized platform. Uh, She's from Boston, and she's going to help me get organized, and Stephanie's just excited she's here. So welcome to the show, Susanna.
2: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about your project tonight and and tell us how you're helping coaches like myself around the world uh, to be more organized.
2: Yeah, so when I applied to Google Innovator, I applied with the problem of how can we better support educators when there's so many of them and so few of us. Um, And what I got to was the big problem that most coaches have is that you can't be in enough places at a time and you're supporting so many people that it's difficult to remember what you last did with them. And no matter how organized you are, all the Google Docs floating around just can't keep track of it. So I decided to essentially create an SIS, but for tech coaches and instructional coaches. Um, So just like your student information system, each teacher has a profile where you can keep track of all your meeting notes. You can keep track of my favorite, mental notes so if a teacher had their daughters moving to college in the fall you can put it in there as a mental note so you don't forget Um, fall rolls around you can remember to ask them how their daughter's move went Um, But recently it started growing into more too. So it's turned into a platform that you can actually measure educator growth. You can have powerful data on your work supporting educators Um, and in the next month we are rolling out a scheduling platform to help with some of the problems that coaches deal with, including being between multiple buildings and scheduling between multiple buildings.
0: Wow. So it sounds like not only are you helping us stay organized, but now we can, you said we can rate or we can see the growth in teachers, but also we can connect better with our teachers, make better relationships with them because we're keeping up with that personal data that's in there.
2: Yeah. And I I mean, our job is, it's, it's all about relationships. And when you're supporting hundreds of people, those relationships, it it gets hard to manage um, and to keep track of it at all, of it all. Um, on top of that, what I started to find was everyone who works in a district has data on what they do and their impact, but coaches didn't. So teachers have their testing data, obviously they're tested like free. Um, building principals have their data, districts have their data overall, but there was nothing on us. And what are we doing? Where are our hours going? How is it impacting educators? Um, what are we working on in our coaching? Um, and as much as I love spreadsheets, Spreadsheets chunky over here. I couldn't get that data no matter how intricate I made my Google Forms.
1: No, I love this because you see so many teachers that have these Google Forms and they're the spreadsheets like a mess. <laughs> and like you're an organized person and you're just like, oh, this is too crazy. Um, it's not organized. And I don't know how they even track to see the progress that they're making other than that formative data but like overall like graphing wise it's kind of hard to do um so this kind of platform kind of puts it all in one place which is really nice and i like the mental notes too because i think that's so huge to remember those little things about teachers
2: yeah and and the other thing too that i found when i was trying to make this was each district is so different i started a new district this year it's double the size and my previous coaching program was so different than it is now, Um, something that was really important to me in it was to make it as customizable as as possible. So when you're setting it up, you can choose all your different types of interactions. So if you do co-teaching, you can put that as an interaction type. If you do that, and then the other thing you can do is fully customize what you're tagging, quote unquote, in your interactions. So if I'm going to meet to coach with a teacher, I can tag it as us working on Nearpod or Edulastic, if those are really important things in that building. I can also use it to, tra- to tag um, different initiatives. So if I'm working on the flipped classroom with this teacher, I can tag that interaction to see how much am I doing that. Um, I love data so much. Um, so I've tried to find at, at in every point at, of this program how can we track what we're doing to get better insight on what our time is being used for.
0: Yeah, um, now, now you're speaking my language because we're talking Nearpod and Edge Elastic and, and data. Uh, yeah, data, all these other things that I, that I just love. So uh, I'm I'm an Edge Elastic junkie. Uh, so I really love that platform, and I, I try to tell everyone. <laughs> yes, yes, because you can you can. You know, there's so many different question types that are there. Uh, and and you can see, you know, if the students have master standards or not. And for the most part, it's free or the, the parts that I use. I mean, if you really want to get a lot of data out of it, they, they'll charge you a little bit for that. But it's a really gr- great uh, platform.
2: Yeah. And the other thing that I found, too, while I was building it out, um, similar to Edge Elastic, was being able to customize what type of data that you're you're wanting to get at. Um, so using filters and whatnot to drop down and be able to really be able to tell a story with your data was big to me. Um, the other thing that we recently ro- rolled out was actually, in no panic, principal access to your coaching platform. But it's only to the higher level data. They can't see the teacher-coach relationship data. So they can log in. They can see how coaching is going in their building. They can see overall how many educators are growing, what are the trends in their building, but they can't see individually how each teacher is doing. So that way it keeps it private, but also doesn't evaluate. evaluative.
1: And I think it's nice too, because there's so often that a teacher will stop me in the hallway and they're like, hey, I want you to do the same thing that you did in this classroom with this teacher. And then you can pull up those notes and see exactly what you did. I'm sure you can link resources from Google
2: Or my favorite is when you don't remember what you did with that teacher and you pull (laughs) it up on the go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then you can pull it up, you know, and remember exactly what you did. And then you might be able to like put even like reflection of how you should improve on that lesson. And then another factor is we look at data and we go, okay, teachers aren't using this program because of usage. Why aren't they logging in? Well, here you can track that with the program, it sounds like. And then you can see if the numbers of usage goes up and that will correlate, um, which will help evaluation reasons too.
2: Yeah. The the big thing too that I found is, as I was building this is that everything that we do as coaches, it's just all over the place. We, Like you said, we live off of our calendars, but we also live off of our emails and Google Docs. We also probably have a to-do list manager and it's just, it's all over the place and I. It, as much as I I love my devices and everything, I was having a hard time being all over the place. And this brings it all together to just make our lives easier. And something that has also rolled out in the last few months is that it's available on mobile on the go. So you can just pull it up in Safari or Chrome or whatever you use. Um, So when you're walking up to go meet with a teacher, you can see all of your mental notes or what you last met about. Um, So in that way, you're, you're not having to hold it all in your head.
0: So are y'all telling me that y'all don't remember every meeting with every teacher and what you went over?
2: I don't know about you, but I can't do that.
0: <laughs> no, no, I definitely can Like I said, working with a thousand teachers that I work with, it's, it's good if I can remember what I did in the building the day before.
2: Yeah, and, and something on that topic. So um, tomorrow um, we are rolling out the grouping feature. So a lot of times you're working with the same groups over and over and you don't want to tag each and every teacher. But let's say you're working with the same third grade team. Every time you go to this building, you can group them together into custom groups. So in that way, you don't have to do that.
0: Uh, Like a a Google group or something like that.
2: Bingo. And then whenever you're done, you can leave yourself a task so you don't forget to follow up with them or to send them something Um, rather than emailing yourself or putting it into your to-do list manager. um, You just put it right in on their profile so you don't forget to get back to
0: them. So if, I'm, if I am a coach out there, and I'm, I'm interested uh, in, in trying out uh, your product that you have here, uh, do you have any kind of trials or anything that we could do with this?
2: Yeah, so first month is free. Um, and the reason why I have to charge, we're not a big company. Um, it is myself and my developer, and that's it. I just had to hire somebody to build it who had a little bit more knowledge than I did on building a website. Um, but what I try to do, especially as, working in instructional tech, there's nothing more frustrating than finding something that you like and it being expensive. Um, I'm looking at some of those platforms that charge $40, $50 a student and you get really excited and then you find out how expensive it's gonna be and you're gonna have to figure out how to fund it. This platform costs less than two Starbucks drinks. So it's just enough so that we can continue building, um, but you can try it out first month free and we're also trying to figure out how to create a free version of it. With a few less features because we're going to be rolling out the scheduling feature in it so um, we're still working on that but the more people can share the the easier it will be to keep it as like less expensive as possible.
0: (laughs) I don't know about you Stephanie but it sounds like something that I probably need to start using in my day-to-day life.
2: Yeah that's probably a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) And we're still I'm still building so any feedback that people have we are just desperate for any feedback on how we can build this to make it better and to make our lives easier, selfishly. All right, so we're gonna
1: go to our next section, which is the memes and quotes. Susanna, what is your meme or quote for today?
2: My meme is dancing Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I feel like that's my energy, my vibe going into 2020.
1: I'm so glad that she introduced the meme of which movie because then I didn't have to guess. <laughs>
0: uh, you didn't know the movie? Uh,
1: I've never seen Galaxy. Yeah, no.
0: uh, Guardian of the Galaxy yeah. <laughs> So It's so a great su- scene.
2: It's, it's some good music in the background and explosions and maybe. R- <laughs> yeah.
0: So Susanna, if you listen to our podcast a time or two, there's usually TVs and movies that are in the memes and, and Stephanie Ninety percent of the time has no clue where they came from.
1: It's because I'm too busy, <laughs> too busy organizing.
0: All right. So so your meme, do you know where this meme came from? Yes,
1: it came from friends. And okay, it's Monica. Maybe.
0: Monica. Hey. Um
1: so my meme, it says I am I mean I have won awards for my organizational skills, which I feel like I have. <laughs> in my own heart.
0: <laughs> in your own heart. So so mine's got I kind of got a dumb. Uh mine is a uh, Boston Terrier, uh, we got a Boston Terrier, our first puppy, our first animal that we have ever had, me and my wife and daughter, uh, and he's kind of looking up, and it says, welcome home. I did nothing wrong. Please do not look in the kitchen, So that, that and that's kind of my personality is I'm always breaking and messing stuff up, and uh, yeah, then I try to fix it before everybody finds out about it.
1: Okay, um, so now we're going to go to something that we learned this week that can be innovating for tomorrow. So Susanna,
2: what did you learn this week? So one of my favorite shortcuts now for anybody who uses Chromebooks, I have made the switch. I've actually ditched my MacBook Pro and gone full Chrome. But what was really frustrating to me was having to switch between my Google accounts. And I didn't want to click at the bottom. I, I was used to swiping between my screens. So you can actually do control, alt, period, or comma to switch between Google accounts quickly. I needed
1: that because I have a pixel book, but I haven't been using it fully because I'm like, oh, I have too many accounts. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> um, so my um, find this week was choice boards using, using Google Maps. And so this is on ditch my uh, uh, Matt Miller's Ditch That Textbook site. And it's a guest blog post by Craig. He was on the podcast earlier and he used Google Maps to kind of create a personalized choice board for students and they created their own roadmap for how they wanted to go. So it was really cool. Um, Lance, what was yours?
0: So, so mine, I just actually got today uh, in an email, somebody created a HyperDoc for Google Classroom. Classroom. And it's, it's, it's really like you guys would do it. It's organized, there's hyperlinks that they go with uh, every single thing you can do with Google Classroom. So I felt like sharing that tonight with my organized people here. Uh, so you can actually go through that HyperDoc, click through it and see how to do every single thing that you can do uh, in Google Classroom.
2: I love and the I, layout of it.
0: And I would give credit to whoever made it, but I don't know who made it, so.
1: So let us know.
0: Yeah. So if you made it, send us a message. We want to give you kudos (laughs) for it.
1: All right. So thank you so much for listening to Get Inspired and Innovate tonight. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode, and you can check out the show notes online at getinspiredandinnovate.com. And Susanna, how can people connect with you?
2: You can find me on Twitter at Susanna Summers or at ConnectHub.io.
1: All right, thank you so much for listening.